I am a fish in the aquarium under the red kitchen table. I hung a plastic tablecloth, that way people could come see the fish. And on the plastic tablecloth, I glued pictures of sea stars and seagrass and fish and mermaids. And I took my stuffed animals that are shaped like fish and seals and octopuses and my mermaid Barbie doll so they could all come swim in the aquarium with me and my family is all lining up to come see the fish in the aquarium with all her friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Play and Art Podcast. We're so happy to be here in Season 2. Yay! <laughs> back at the Red Kitchen table. And uh, we've been talking a little bit over the last couple episodes about how things have really changed um, in our art rooms and in our world over the past few months. So it's kind of been an interesting um, journey and something we we definitely want to talk about in terms of how to bring... Um, how to bring and keep play in in our homes, um, in our Zoom meetings, in our Google Classrooms, all of those wonderful places, um, and some of the positives, uh, which we've touched on a little bit before, but I thought we would take the time right now to really talk about some of the positives of, of being at home and what are some of the things we can do um, as teachers in this, in this environment. And it just creates a wonderful uh, space for independence as we discussed. So I'm, I'll put it over to you a little bit and, and get your uh, your take on it, uh, Dr. Sakelli. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Sakelli. Um, well, the, there is a talking part of teaching art and there is the um, making part of teaching art. And um, I think both have really um, uh, had a chance to uh, shine in um, in Zoom presentations. Um, the doing part of art uh, in my life has been, uh, for example, um, having art teachers in in Vienna um, have us draw something, and um, then the teacher walked around casually. And as soon as the teacher comes near you in Vienna, you stand out of respect, of course. Mm. We stood up. But we also gave the teacher our seat when we stood up. So the teacher very casually sat down and redrew your work, you know, (laughs) in the the correct way, of course, to, to show you how. So, you know, that's teaching through making, through showing. Um, that that part of art is um, uh, relatively um, it's annoying, <laughs> but um, in in the Zoom presentations, you know, you can't 
you can't uh, certainly do that to take someone's pencil or brush or or, or, or sculpting tool and, and start working over or remaking what they're doing. Um, so there is a relative peace in being able to work alone. So I think the talking part on Zoom is very effective, but also the um, isolation of working by yourself between Zoom sessions is very helpful. That you are working as an artist and asking yourself what I should be doing, where I should be going, is this what I want to do? Um, so nobody's standing behind you, nobody's videotaping you, nobody's redrawing your work. So you have this studio setting on your own at home. Yeah. And I always try to encourage uh, to, to set up a little studio at home and, and to work between the Zoom sessions in your studio, which is what children do anyway. They sit in their rooms, which is their studio. They sit on the floor, which is their workspace. And now in, in terms of the, uh, the talking part is... Um, the kids love to show you um, in their little boxes, their little apartments, <laughs> you know? um, and you have full focus like you know, the Brady in, Bunch. in your little, little, yeah. little houses <laughs> on Zoom, and they love to show you how things work. They love to show you and, and tell you about things that they have done in their studio, and this debriefing, this, this sharing, this showing and telling, I think is perfect for Zoom. Yes. The, the other part of this is um, uh, they also um, have time to talk about their dreams, their thoughts, their um, plans, their best ideas, the things they always wanted to do. So it's also in terms of preparing themselves to work alone. Uh, they can do because this is a, a wide audience, a supportive audience, and um, uh, it, it, it really can prepare them through the talking of what is my dream really. And the teacher has perhaps more time and patience because you don't have to include the making of art and the discussions. Uh, the making can be done at home, the discussions can be done on Zoom, so you can have the leisure time the, the free time to actually concentrate on the most important part, which is paying attention to the children. Yeah. What is your idea? What do, what do you think you would want to do? What would be the most exciting thing you never had a chance to do in school? Now that you're off and now that um, you have a studio, what are you making? What's going on in that studio? What are you planning? What do you see? So the teacher has time to pay attention on on Zoom. Yeah. I, I find it challenging in that I, I love the talking part and I think that's so important. Um, but it's so strange as a teacher not to be able to be in the making part as, as we once were. And I think that's, you know, you don't know like what they're doing. Um, and they come back with all of these wonderful things, none of which you definitely had in, in mind, which is great, uh, but also very challenging because it's like, okay, you know, we're we're going in all these different directions, which I really feel like there's a lack of control from the teacher, which is um, in some ways what we want, right? But also it's difficult in, in some some respects to realize that uh, they are going to go off on their own and make um, and come back with all these different things. It really is the true like independent 
um, artists that we're that we're creating in these in this space because we are allowing them to do all of that by themselves, not only without us but without their peers, which is a big thing. Usually they're creating with you know their peers in their environment and they can discuss things and um, they're they're kind of looking also to their peers in terms of what they're doing and none of that is happening. So it really is that true independent moment of of being an artist and just coming back and discussing things. Um, you know, at the end. <laughs> now, a more scientific way, perhaps, of looking at that, and um, um, I have the equations and formulas <laughs> to, to, to prove it. Really? Is the, um, not uh, um, uh, E equals M, uh, <laughs> but the equation between the more you walk out of class when the kids are working, the more productive and the more interesting the work becomes yes and the more they are able to steer their own work the less they're worried about somebody standing behind them also the less tempting it becomes for the teacher to control the situation yeah and do it the way the lesson says that should be done and for the teacher to let go means everything so my scientific observation is walk out (laughs) Let the kids Well, not work. literally, because, you know. <laughs> no, but, but, but step away, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, to, absolutely. To, to trust the kids, mm-hmm. get out of the situation where they're making work. Don't worry if they look like they need help right away, or because artists do need help, but they have to go to themselves for that help. They have to answer their own questions and queries when something goes wrong. So not being that Florence Nightingale who rushes to say, well, okay, I'll show you how to do it. I'll show you what I meant. Mm-hmm. So it, the temptation of being uh, the good fairy, being in charge and, um, and directing the kids' work. So again, you know, this uh, stepping out of the way is allowed yeah. in, uh, when, they, when they work on their own. And then when they come back, you can get to the more important things, which is, you know, what do you really have in mind? What was, how did the work go? Tell me about mm-hmm. it. What problems did you encounter? All, all the things that artists need to talk about to other artists. Yes. So this artist-to-artist conversations can be done very well on, on Zoom. Yeah, and I think that's very important because I'm seeing a lot of um, teachers not necessarily doing those conversations, but you know, sending out videos, kind of how-to videos of how to do projects uh, versus having those conversations. And I think that um, you know, sometimes we automatically kind of go to that. And I think it's really important to you know stick to your your mission, stick to your ideals, and not um, right away go to this. You know, I'm going to just create this 20-minute uh, video of how to do something but really allow for the art to still continue um, and that dialogue, which is so important. So many teachers are not opening up the, the Zooms and having those conversations with students, and they still need that. I think that that's one of the most important things that still needs format. to happen. Yeah, it is, and it's, you know, it can work to our advantage, so I think that's important. Now, you have the little boxes glimmering, <laughs> and then all of a sudden somebody speaks, and they're in the big box. So it's a way of putting this artist yes. on the stage mm-hmm. and, and starring in this uh, TV drama. 
<laughs> on screen. Yeah. You know, which is, but you don't want to emulate when you go outside to, um, to work with children uh, the way you teach in the room. You don't want to emulate what you do and how you teach in the classroom when you go on, on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Each space, each platform, each, each media has its own, and that is an opportunity to, to invent your own teaching methods for more appropriate or most, most fruitful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, part of what I'm saying is that the way that we're teaching is changing. Um, when we teach on Zoom, I think we're more, uh, we have to be more theatrical, more animated. We have to um, use every moment of time a little differently than we would in the classroom, right? I mean, it's, um, we're engaging students differently because they're in those little boxes, some with screens on, some with screens off, some with, I mean, there's all kinds of different um, formulas to this. So I think, I think it's been really good for my students because they have had to be on and my students being, you know, people who are going to be teaching, um, they have had to learn, you know, through this process that they have to be on all the time. Um, and you can't really drop those little moments, you know, and just have silence. It doesn't really work like that. So to always, um, you know, be engaging the students and talking about things is really important. Yeah, the idea of the... Um presenter or teacher sitting at a desk, we know it's not appealing and certainly not the way to teach art, to sit mm -hmm. at your desk and knit, uh, <laughs> which I have seen, believe it or not. Uh, but um, in, in this situation also, not to, just to sit across the computer, you yeah. have the whole room as your performance space. And um, I have things all around the room set up uh, for me to share, to show, to, to play, um, and, and, and to keep that interest in the, in the whole, they, they're coming to visit Mr. Rogers, and uh, here is my home or studio, and it's open to you, yeah. and, and they can see me in the studio, they can see me on the floor, under the table, and, and um, very seldom do I want to sit at the um, computer in front of, in, on, the, on the chair. Mm -hmm. So I'm not tied to the chair, although they may, you know, maybe in a different uh, situation at home. Yeah, it's, it's uh, every um, class I have my grandchildren and, uh, um, on as guests, and it's something they wanted to do, totally they wanted to do. And every week, every weekend and every week, it gives them a reason. They have never in their life been so productive. It gives them a reason to make art. And they're not making art out of assignments. I don't know. They're surprising me when they get on. I wave and uh, um, go right into this wonderful presentation of what they have done. Uh, so... Um, and that's interesting because it allows for, I mean, you know, your grandchildren are in New York and you're here in Kentucky, but it allows for that, um, that interaction between, between everyone, which is interesting. And having guests on in general, this changes the, the game in terms of being able to have uh, people come visit, right? And um, how we see the room, as you said, definitely changes that because, uh, you know, the art room obviously set up very differently in how you interact with the students, but it's all kind of on you 
in a different way um, when you're when you're teaching like this. So, yeah, it, it's um, a, really a, a fun situation because uh, um, you may have a, a few minutes at the end of the period in school to discuss um, with kids or to have time for them to present their artwork or march it around the room or show it at a fashion show. But here, the, the whole experience can be this, this wonderful sharing of what mm -hmm. you have done. And uh, there, there's just more time for the artist in, in, on, on Zoom. If you know that there is time to work at home or away from the uh, the screen, yeah, and um, in in some ways, art teaching really needs to see itself as a preparation for home art, for extended art, for a lifetime of art, for the next art session mm -hmm. in the backyard. So, and then if you think of it that way, there is time to ask the kids, well, what's new with your work, you know? What, what did you find? What did you bring in? What do you want to share? Uh, because you're not so worried about getting that project done in 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it really opens up your time yeah. um, in very different ways. And I mean, it allows for that kind of, the homework almost being the project and bringing it into share and the conversation is uh, the focus of everything, which, is a complete. Uh, I, I don't know. It's a blessing in many ways that we have that that we have that new time. And hopefully, when we go back into the classroom, as some people are, um, you know, already right now, I think it's something to think about and something to to remember and learn from the importance of uh, kids being at home and making things and being home artists and what that um, what that meant to have that time and not just do things in forty five minute segments. Um, and be able to really, you know, have conversations about what they want to do next and what they are doing. And these are all such important things that we just don't, um, I feel like as our teachers, a lot of it, we didn't always felt like we didn't have time for, right? And that was a, the biggest thing. You know, I have this class for 45 minutes every week. I have to get in as much art as possible. While talking. While talking, yes. <laughs> While talking, getting supplies out, putting supplies away, you know, everything. And now I feel like we have this wonderful freedom um, to take a step back and, and think about um, the, the process. And um, it, it totally changes the equation in, in my mind. And um, yeah. Well, another scientific observation. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Since in education, we're used to backing up everything mm -hmm. with, with quotes and scientific research and, and research, research. Um, I have no doubt that the best artwork by adults, by children, is made at home. It's made in their studio. Mm -hmm. It's not when the art teacher in school talks, maybe talks over them while they're working and disrupts having five kids, or four kids at your table telling you this is not the way it looks, it's not supposed to look like. At home you have the time, you have the privacy, Yes. you have to take chances. You have, you have the best shopping area. I mean, the kitchen, kids know, has always been their best shopping area. And the rest of the house, they have access to the outdoor supplies. Mm -hmm. um, so um, if we can just recognize that the best art-making time is at home. Yeah. And not yeah. push it through like a freight train in, in class because... You know, it, it, it's, it's not the ideal situation, and as you said, it's, there is no time. 
Yeah. Well, I will say I have a friend who works for a paint company, and she said during COVID, they, their sales have quadrupled, um, and that families are really doing a lot of, you know, talk about research here. <laughs> Based on her research, families are doing a lot of art projects at home together. Um, so that's that's really nice to see, and uh, parents are allowing more for, for kids to to do things at home um, like never before and that they're not shipping them off to soccer practice and this practice and that practice, right? I mean, which is what a lot of kids do nowadays, but actually having that time at home to create, to play outside, to do all of these things um, over the last couple months has been really important. And if we can kind of keep that in mind as we are going back to some of these activities that are, you know, very prescribed, um, and school also pretty prescribed, but if we can keep that in mind, how wonderful that was, right, and the importance of that, and just hold on to that a little bit, I think it will really uh, create a, a wonderful generation of uh, creative, you know, people. What a wonderful feeling it is to be surprised by what children do in art, rather than to be in the role of prescribing what children will do in art. Yes. And what a joy it is to see my grandchildren surprise me and my students in class surprise me what they came up with, what they collected, what their plans are, and they go through with it and, and, and advance it in the art class, but more so at home. Mm -hmm. So, if it, you know, that is an incredible reward and makes art teaching so much more exciting than coming up with lessons for others. And then everybody coming up with the same solution, basically, because it's your lesson. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, we, it, it reminds us how important uh, that home time is. And, um, and I find that the projects are so different. Yes. I, a student, for example, who uh, took all her um, 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 hair extensions in different colors that she has mm -hmm. and uh, she sat in front of the computer to make this film for us um, where she uh, wove the extensions in different ways and different colors and so forth and then you know could not wait when the official class came on to show us the little video yeah. Um, so the unveiling is really powerful. I think that's a really that we're not just doing a class where we we have that self conscious for a lot of us feeling, um, but the excitement of unveiling it to the class and sharing it um, can be really a powerful powerful tool, which is something we should keep with us hopefully as we uh, move back to class. Who does not want to be on television? Right, famous a star. <laughs> So this way you have the kids starring and they have the kids surprising you and uh, the kids really doing their own shopping, working um, uh, playfully at home as they, you know, in the best situation. Yeah. Uh, on the floor and under the table and borrowing pillows and going outside and, and uh, finding nature's gifts. Yeah. Um, it really is everything, you know, you've talked about all these years about play kind of coming to its best fruition during um, during this time. So it's, it's exciting to see um, kids playing again, kids, you know, making art at home. And, you, you know, you talk a lot about um, home to school art and here we are only home art <laughs> for the most part but you know um, learning from that along the way and how we can best take that back into school is really 
really important. So. I never heard on Zoom when I opened it up to the class any mm -hmm. of the students say, I am not good in art. Uh, I don't have any ideas. I can't think of anything. Mm -hmm. They just right away go into showing me what they did while they were away from Zoom. Yeah. And part of that is the time, right? I think that for many of us saying, okay, you have 45 minutes, create something, go, is really scary. And you've got all these people around you. And yes. you're, it's, it's intimidating, to be honest. I think even for myself, it's intimidating, you know, to, okay, come up with an idea. You've got 45 minutes, you know, um, less than that because we have to clean up and go. And I think having that space, right, and then coming back to Zoom yes. is really nice. Yeah. Um, and a freedom yes. of sorts. Now, there are, I, I do ask my students to have a piece of, uh, a stack of paper, not one piece, definitely, a stack of paper around the computer when they come to the Zoom class mm -hmm. and to have um, interesting things to draw with. Because we do quick idea things as the conversation suggests. If uh, somebody is uh, talking about how this... Uh, um, uh, children's uh, remote control works that I made for you, for you, us, for the class. Mm -hmm. uh, they can pick up and they do learn to pick up the paper and, and make a little diagram. Um, or if I hold up an object that I found myself in the supermarket, uh, uh, unusual um, uh, bottle carrying uh, uh, cardboard piece, and um, with I challenge the students. I said, I really love this, and I, I'm going to keep it in my studio to inspire me. Um, how does it inspire you? And they make some quick drawings of what it could be turned into, how it can be transformed. Yeah. So for this quick idea sketches, or for even planning quick ideas for what they're going to do on their home journey, um, this, this quick artworks that you can put up right hold up right in front of the screen. Yeah. I think it's powerful. helpful. Very powerful. It's helpful. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This was a great conversation. Um, I hope it inspired lots of lots of ideas about uh, working at home um, as we're many of us still on Zoom and some of us going back to school, but uh, something to, to think about for the future for sure. So thank you, and we will see you next time. Have a playful and exciting week.